This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 10th of March 2023. Presented to you this week by Lucinda Redgate, farm trader based in Yorkshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.com .co.uk, oblique MyFarm info. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's updates by starting with wheat. World wheat future markets continue to fall this week and have now lost 14% of their value since the end of 2022. The primary drivers for the market negativity are twofold. Firstly, the ongoing competition from cheap Russian wheat exports following Russia's record 2022 wheat crop. And secondly, a strong belief the Ukraine Black Sea export deal with Russia and the UN will renew at the end of next week. If this is the case, Ukraine will continue to ship cheaply offered wheat, corn and other grains on world markets. This makes it likely the US, the EU and other major exporters will be left with burdensome year-end stocks. Rainfall across drought-ridden France and US winter wheat producing states where dryness had been a concern compounded market negativity. A lack of any bullish surprises in this week's United States Department of Agriculture's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report encouraged a further subsequent bout of speculative selling. As referenced earlier, this week the United States Department of Agriculture published their World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates March updates. The world's wheat balance sheet production for Australia was marked up 1 million tonne to a total of 39 million tonnes. This figure is broadly in line with the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Sciences estimate of 39.2 million tonnes made earlier in the week. There was a surprise increase for Kazakhstan production, up 2.4 million tonnes from the previous figure to 16.4 million tonnes. This is a near 40% increase on last year's 11.81 million tonne total. Adding to the mix, India is up 1 million tonne to 104 million tonnes, taking world production 5 million tonnes higher to a total of 788.94 million tonnes. World consumption is seen 2 million tonnes higher, up to 793.19 million tonnes. However, if you exclude China, world stocks are now seen 2.9 million tonnes up on the month to 127.62 million tonnes. Nonetheless, this is still 7 million tonnes lower on last year. The United States Department of Agriculture made a more significant cut to its Argentina corn crop estimate, down 7 million tonnes to 40 million tonnes. However, this was offset in part by a 3 million tonne increase for Paraguay. World production slips 4 million tonnes to a total of 1.151 billion tonnes. 
world consumption was cut by 5.5 million tonnes to a total of 1.157 billion tonnes. This edges world stocks up to 1.2 million tonnes. Subsequent to the United States Department of Agriculture report, the Buenos Aires Grains Exchange lowered Argentina's corn production estimate down to 37.5 million tonnes from their previous estimate of 41 million tonnes. Had the United States Department of Agriculture employed this data, world end stocks would be at 293.96 million tonnes, 11.7 million tonnes down on the year. Moving on to barley. Both domestic and export feed barley demand remains very quiet. The market continues to feel heavy with a weighty surplus. The cold weather may bring some extra short-term demand, but it is hard to find many bullish factors which could turn the tide for old crop feed barley. New crop feed barley trading has been slow this week with very little farm selling. We have started to see more inquiries from consumers, which is unsurprising considering the falling values in the last three weeks. Old crop malt in barley markets remain quiet, with domestic malsters covered for the season and fresh export business not being possible due to the UK lacking competitiveness against Scandinavian malt in barley. New crop malt in barley values have fallen sharply this week as a result of widespread rainfall throughout Europe and the UK, alleviating concerns about crops being at risk of lack of moisture. Frontier is offering a range of marketing options to help growers manage risk and market their malting barley crops. Guaranteed minimum premium contracts, futures related distilling contracts and malting barley pools are just a selection of the contracts that are offered. Please speak to your local farm trader for more information. Looking at oilseed rape now. During the week, ex-farm rapeseed values in the UK have lost £30 at the time of writing. As the realities of a huge global rapeseed crop and only limited demand hit home. Crushes across Europe are now thought to have reasonable cover for the remainder of the season, which is owed to increase imports, now thought to be 5.1 million tonnes on the season, combined with strong domestic production, which is allowing the crushes to be more relaxed with their buying. Rapeseed meal prices have helped keep the rapeseed prices elevated as a protein shortage in Europe increased demand. However, prices have now cooled off with further cover taken and fresh South American soya meal offering surfacing. The main point to watch for rapeseed in this week's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report was that Argentinian soy production was lowered sharply to 33 million tonnes. Although the consensus around other private estimates are lower, the market was clearly expecting this figure as it failed to react in an upwards fashion. The market now watches for developments in South America and European crops, as well as demand from China and political tensions to drive the next move. Let's take a look at pulses. With all markets under pressure, oil crop beans are certainly following suit, with levels falling by three to five pounds a tonne over the past week. As said before, there's expectation to see this decline in values continue as the demand for old crop beans appears very limited now. Recent sales have only been for summer runs to UK consumers for May to September delivery. New crop beans are still not trading with most consumers happy to wait before starting any buying programme. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. After the withdrawal of domestic AN terms last week, 
due to March available tonnage being sold and haulage capacities being full. CF fertiliser returned on Monday this week with April levels at a £5 a tonne increase on the previous offer. Demand is still strong and showing that the preference for nitrates is in the form of ammonium nitrate over other alternatives. Imported AN still struggles to compete in the UK, but is available in some regions for March delivery. However, logistics will remain under pressure for the next six to eight weeks. India has confirmed 1.1 million tonnes of urea purchases, but on an unusually long shipment period to June. The volume is a disappointment to producers given the timescales and will not offer the support to the market they had been looking for as stocks globally continue to grow. Growers in the UK should just keep an eye on forward urea levels and get regular updates from their frontier contact as to the direction the market takes. European gas prices are 85% lower today than the highs of autumn 2022. With this in mind, forward AM price comparisons remain absent. While urea stocks grow in combination with introduction of usage period changes in the UK, any nitrate buying decisions should be fully discussed before firm commitments are made. In terms of liquid fertiliser, where current weather conditions allow, planting of root crops is imminent. Growers in these regions looking to secure MPK products have access to a full range of readily available grades to suit crop type and requirement. A full portfolio of nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur grades continues to be available nationally for growers seeking to secure additional volumes for application this spring. Please speak to your Frontier representative for advice and information. Four PKs due to the understandable last-minute purchases by UK blenders to restock as prices reduce, it comes as no surprise that raw materials have suffered delays into UK ports, adding pressure to the supply chain to get physical product on farm. Prices on phosphates look stable after recent international price corrections and demand in the UK has now increased. Potash stocks will now start to run down as the forward global levels look weak. Any price corrections are unlikely to happen for our current usage period, but are around the corner in the coming months. This was Frontrunner for week ending the 10th of March 2023. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.